Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Daniel, and with me is... Emma Hudson. This is my daughter. <laughs> Having some good daddy-daughter bonding time here talking about the scriptures. Um, if you're new to our podcast, this is the time then we we go over the sermon from the week and we have a chance to talk about it. And we go through five topics. Narration. We just kind of say back what we heard uh, Pastor Steve talk about. Contemplation. What are some of the things that it's making us think about? Connection. Uh, how are we seeing it? Yeah active in our lives today and then questions you know what are some of the questions that that our pastor brought out and some of the questions that are sparked in our lives and then application how do we actually use this um, today um, so let's talk about kind of the the big picture stuff do you want to share some of your thoughts sure so they were talking about um, um god's power the courageousness that it brings, and um, I was talking about the word charge in the different contexts in the Bible um, that it uses, and there were four main ways that he brought up. It was um, the legal context of charges, which is like, and we can get more into it later, but it's like um, arguments, accusations, claims. The second was know who's in charge, like who is in charge of the group of people. Um, the second was, oh, I'm sorry, the third was charge, like storming the gates kind of charge. Um, yeah, there are only three, my bad. Um, well, there kind of were four. Mm. The The fourth one, kind of what I saw was the final charge. Mm, that's good. Which we'll get to, yeah. which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here's kind of, I, I took it, uh, I, I found different words to associate with his, kind of his three main points of charge. Uh, so the first one, the, the legal side of it. Um, the second was the positional side. Then the third was the motivational. Mm. And how each of those charges... Uh, create a different response. You know, the legal charge brought against Christ legally removed us from the power of sin and death. Oh, the so positional charge that we're given is those of sons and daughters uh, of God. And then the motivational charge is we are now motivated by the internal mm -hmm. uh, working of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. To reach others for Christ, mm -hmm. so I kind of took those in a slight in a slightly different direction, but I think it's applicable when you look at how Pastor Stephen talked about those throughout Scripture. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. it's fun when you start yeah and doing like, some wordplay on that. Um, and to go off more, what I kind of interpreted from the the first one um, was that like. I don't know if he said this or if I thought it, but it was like that his crucifixion was what released us from the charge of our sin, which is kind of what you said. Mm -hmm. um, and then in the second one, like knowing who's in charge, it was talking about 
um, John thirteen twenty nine, which was when Judas was put in charge of the money, which is the thing that ultimately like led Jesus's led to Jesus's death, right? Um, and Judas's own death, and so like, and I think that was because of um, him thinking that he was in charge rather than the Lord being in charge. Right. And so power getting to our heads in the wrong way. Yep. And. Which, which is how I thought of the word positional. Mm-hmm. Because when you have yourself oriented incorrectly, positionally, that's when you fall most easily into temptation. Yeah. Because Judas was, you know, he kind of wanted to do the right thing with the money. He's mm-hmm. like, let's use it for something good. Yeah. But he saw himself as the one to make the call with that money. And when Christ wasn't kind of buying into what he wanted to do, he was like, oh, but I'm, I'm, I'm the, the money, money guy. Yeah, this, is, this, is my, uh, this is my job. Mm-hmm. This is my position. The pride. Yeah, the pride. Right, right. And he was kind of holding on to it, mm-hmm. but it was holding on to him. Mm-hmm. And so because he had himself out of whack, yeah. it, uh, it was kind of necessary to bring fulfillment of Scripture but it was still tragic mm-hmm. how it all played out. Yeah. Um, so, what are some of the things it's making you think about? What do you, what have you been kind of churning and marinating on? Um, it's really interesting. Um, and one of the things he said, it's a little unrelated to power. I don't know if it is, but. He said we need to be present in the presence and that just is such a good reminder because like I feel like you can think you're present in the presence but you're not. I don't know. Yeah. He Mm -hmm. said you can be near a move of God Mm -hmm. and still not experience it. Yeah. Because you're distracted Mm -hmm. because you're not kind of tuned in to the working of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, his his analogy was, you know, using a battery charger mm-hmm. to charge your phone later. You still have to yeah. charge the charger. Mm-hmm. And then so that it is useful later. Like us yeah. as, as followers of Christ, we come together on Sunday morning so that we can be kind of charged up for the week. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of that that jump start that 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 propels us through the week. Yeah. It's not supposed to be our only yeah. source of scripture, our it's only source community. of communion with the spirit, yeah. our only time to get together with mm-hmm. believers, but it's kind of that beginning of the week mm-hmm. so that we can influence our communities, influence our spheres. Mm-hmm. And if we're missing out on it, then yeah. what's going on? And it was so real when he was talking about distractions in prayer, like, like, if you're on your phone and someone's talking to you, then you just completely miss it. Yep. And, like, it's, like, I don't know if that's talked about much in relation to your relationship with God. Because, like, for me, I feel like that's one of the biggest things that are hard for me to get through with, um, like, quiet times and stuff. Like, I'll be like, I'm just I'm going to wake up. I'm going to be in bed, and then I'm going to read my Bible. But then I wake up, and I'm like, oh, I have to do laundry. I said, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I'm, like, not even yeah. on my phone, So like, which is, like, like You start going task. through that mental checklist of the day. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I have to like leave in 10 minutes because I slept in. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Anyway, so it's partly glad that it's relatable that I'm not the only one that sure. is uh, distracted. Um, but, you know, he's it- always available to you and he's omnipresent and it just takes some prioritizing. I mean, I am, he is he is my number one priority, but like awareness to the distraction. That's a good way to put it. An awareness, an awareness. That's that's good. I think that that kind of covers the the connection part of it. So, so questions. One of the things that kind of kind of jumped into me was, what are your distractions? It's exactly what you said, and kind of being intentional and being aware of that, so that you can position yourself to eliminate them Mm -hmm. you can't get rid of every distraction yeah it is we are we live where we live right there age in the in this (laughs) digital age um we have text messages we i have i don't know how many communication apps on my phone for work and for social and there's email and there's voicemail and 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 but when you're aware of the distractions I think it makes it easier to be intentional about carving out that time mm-hmm. uh, because a majority of those distractions are on my phone, mm-hmm. which is why at night my phone gets plugged in on the other side of the house. Mm-hmm. So which is, it's yeah. not even available. Um, but being aware of that and so you can position mm-hmm. yourself appropriately, I mm-hmm. think it's kind of my connection yeah. slash question slash application, application. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um i wanted to read second timothy 3 14 to 17 because this mm. is kind of the the final charge that he talked about and i thought it 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 just required just just reading of it and it says but you must remain faithful to the things that you have been taught you know they are true For you know you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Please. That's really good. Right? Yeah. And like a lot of the symptoms that I was seeing sounded a lot like what the Holy Spirit does. Like he gives you wisdom and helps you trust in the Lord and teaches what is true and helps us realize what is wrong, corrects us when we're wrong, teaches us what's to right. And uses the word to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. But also, like, is the word of God separate from the Holy Spirit? Like, I'm not, like, the materialistic, like, God's in everything. But, like, Mm -hmm. like in John 1.1, the word, in the beginning was the word. And that is also used as, like, Jesus. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That was a thought. (laughs) Oh, that's great. But I I think that it kind of exemplifies how they complement each other. Mm -hmm. 
how scripture and the Holy Spirit are in harmony. Yes. And they're there. They they don't ever contradict. Mm-hmm. And I think you pointed that out perfectly, that, that that scripture here is kind of the Holy Spirit in text. Yeah. That gentle, hey, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's it's that loving parent that says, ah, you're a little bit off here and a little bit off there. Let's, yeah. you know what to do. Yeah. It's not that banging you over the head yeah. with rules. Mm-hmm. It's that, hey, let's yeah. let's correct your position. Mm-hmm. Let's get you motivated, motivated properly. Yeah. I was thinking recently about like how sometimes it feels like the Lord isn't speaking to us. Or it doesn't feel like verbally, like sometimes you're like, I wish God could just like speak in an audible voice to me. Sure. Isn't that what the word is though? It is. Like it's words that he's giving you. And there's so many good things, so many encouraging and convicting, which is good things. Mm-hmm. And it's all book. Of him speaking to us. Yeah. Throughout times. So I feel like sometimes it's like underrated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Let's pray. God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your word that is as alive today as it was when it was penned through the prophets and through the the men and women of God that you use to, to articulate your love, and your story. Help us to hear you. Help us to mm-hmm. hear your call. Help us to, to respond to your loving correction. God, we thank you for this week, and we are excited for it. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at Bethel Christian mi.org or find us on social media to stay updated on upcoming episodes please consider subscribing to the podcast we pray you will be empowered to live learn love and lead in the power and love of christ